0: My name is Brian Flanagan. I'm a real estate agent in Dubai, and this is Dubai Real Estate Playbook. One, two, three, four. Welcome back to episode 13 of the Dubai Real Estate Playback. In this week's episode, I'll be talking about staying in your lane, you know, picking one thing and focusing on it for a long period of time, and what I have learned from that, and how important it is for you as well as a real estate agent in Dubai. Again, as I said before, this could be for people who are new to the industry, who have been in the industry a few months now, or you know, are thinking about making a move and doing real estate because for me this is something that is really important in my opinion and hopefully you will notice that the audio level has gotten and the quality has gotten better than the episode on tuesday so after some technical difficulties and the microphone being on the wrong the wrong the wrong way around it turns out that the noise level is not that bad in the apartment and after some manual fixes I think we might have got there so yeah officially I've moved into a two bedroom apartment in Arjan for the foreseeable now if anybody does know Dubai for the people who live here the traffic situation in Arjan is not ideal so that's something that I still have to get used to Hesse Street in Um Sakeem honestly, they're the worst, the worst things that have been invented and the sooner that new roads are built, the better. But anyways. So yeah, this week's episode is gonna be a bit more free flown. It's just gonna be speaking of something that just came into my head this week based off, yeah something that I was thinking about. So it, it really is important for me to you know stay in your lane. In Dubai, it feels like there's distractions everywhere. There's business opportunities everywhere. There's always something better on the horizon and far away hills are always greener, it seems to be in Dubai. The importance of this cannot be understated and you really don't realize, you know, some of those distractions, some of those opportunities, if you do pursue them, you do go after them, the repercussions that they will cause, you'll never know because you'll never know what the ultimate future would have been if you hadn't made that choice. So for me, staying in my lane and mastering my craft is really important. The first aspect is staying in your lane and mastering your craft. For me, that's very important. So you need to put in your ten thousand hours. There is only one way that you can become an expert in your field. I feel like people who just moved to Dubai and you just become a real estate agent straight away in their Instagram bio, it's you know Marina expert, or downtown specialist, or Palm Jumeirah specialist. It's like you have not earned the stripes to claim yourself to be a Palm Jumeirah specialist or a downtown expert when you genuinely just stepped off a plane. So it's about earning your stripes. It's about focusing on one thing consistently for a long period of time, and that will be boring. But it's the only way for you to become an expert, for you really to master your craft, for you to get really, really good at one thing and become completely comfortable with it until you move on to the next. And the way to do that for me anyways is by repping it out one by one every day for a long period of time the reason that i'm just staying in rentals is exactly that it's how many deals can i close in the sh- shortest period of time to rep out as many reps as possible to do the same thing continuously for a long for a period of time in order for me to get completely comfortable what it is or what is at least the possible objections the possible hurdles the possible obstacles and just becoming an, an expert at that like i feel like i've gotten to a stage where after 35 deals i've almost accounted for every possible new thing popping up now every now and again you do get something that is completely brand new but because you have problem solved your way through so many deals at this stage your ability to close a deal has gotten so much smoother i just finished a rental today that genuinely was one of the smoothest rentals i've ever done and the only thing that i can potentially contribute that to is the amount of deals i've closed previously because nothing was new to me everything was smooth the few objections that have arose and did like you know come up i just come just tucked them on one by one they're just standard objections, standard problems that need to be solved because essentially sales is just problem solving. It's how do I get from point A to point B with the inevitable hurdles and ultimately close. And that look that might look eff- effortless for, pe- for people who have not closed a deal. but it's important that you have to rep those out one by one. You know, people who go straight from rentals into sales without really closing, I don't think they've got a good grasp of what it takes to close a deal because in rentals you can close deals really quickly. So you earn the reps, you understand what it takes and that will serve you ultimately when you do transition into sales. So learning your craft and putting in your hour, serving your time and cementing yourself as somebody who actually is a real estate agent because you cannot claim to be a real estate agent if you have not put in your hours, if you have not closed the deals. You know, you won't feel like a real estate agent. You can't confirm it in your head, for me personally, until I put in the reps. That's the only way for me to remove any self-doubt in my head is just by having that proof that this is what I've done, this is who I am, and for me to think otherwise would be delusion Because it gets to a stage essentially, especially for me, it gets to a stage where my self-doubt just becomes delusion because I have a, I've got a lot of proof to show that this is who I am and for me to think that I would not be able to close the rental deal now for the next month is just almost impossible because the evidence points to the contrary. So that's been important for me. Know, staying in my lane there, building up my skill in rentals and just learning that craft. Whilst it can be boring, you know, doing the consistently the same thing, I think it will serve me in the future because I will be mastering one craft. Now, I don't think I've near mastered it, I haven't even come close or even scratched the surface, but I just understand that this is what it's going to take. I'm just gonna to have to wrap it out one by one by one the second aspect of staying in your lane is stay in your company stay in one company like I'm not saying that if the company is just burning around you and it's a really shit company to work for stay there but people who change from company to company to company and expecting different outcomes is delusion self-delusion i just cannot understand it whatsoever it's blaming your external environment for the way that you are performing it's blaming your external environment for how you are feeling internally people pointing the finger of blame to everybody but themselves and thinking the one variable that is stopping them becoming a multi-millionaire is the company that they're working for it's a absolute farce, in my opinion. You know, all you need, all your company is for you is a vessel for you to do your work. Essentially, you are an entrepreneur. The company is just providing you with an outlet for you to set up your business. The factors don't change a lot from company to company. I know some companies might train you better. Some companies might, I don't know, they might have better marketing. They might have better... Systems in place, they might have a better management style, but ultimately it will be clo- you closing each deal. It will be you doing the viewings. It will be you doing speaking to owners, speaking to tenants, you know, drafting contracts, negotiating terms. It won't be your company. It won't be your manager. It won't be your admin team, and your marketing will have absolutely nothing to do when you're up to your neck in negotiation they're not going to be able to bail you out. It's going to be you. The only person that can rescue yourself and your future is, is you, essentially. So people who go from company to company and expect different outcomes, it just absolutely blows my mind. It's because doing the same thing and expecting different outcomes is the epitome on intelligence in my opinion people who are intelligent do the same things because they know they get a certain outcome and then they repeat those actions so it's really important to take that into consideration I know that is hard especially in Dubai it feels like there's a better opportunity around the corner at every stage and it might be right for you to change companies. And if it is, so be it, but really put a thought through how many companies have I been in in the last year? What is the one variable that has not changed you? And what is my outcome and how has that differed? But as I said, it can be hard for some people. I know that, you know, whilst my recruiter DMs has died down a bit recently, which is great. I feel like when you're fresh in the industry, It's like all the recruiters reach out to you. It feels like just when you're doing your worst and the easiest person to blame is the company, a recruiter sweeps in and justifies all your thoughts, all the reasons as to why you're not closing or why you're not performing well, it's the company's fault. It's all their fault and not you. And our company, which they have wrapped in a ribbon for you, is going to make you perform so much better. And then you join that company and you realize you were sold a dream there as well and that it's not all it's made out to be, and it's just a continual cycle of shit. So it's important to take those with a pinch of salt. If you're just joining or you're about to join, it is inevitable that there is gonna be better opportunities, well, perceived better opportunities from people reaching out to you, cold DMing you, randomly giving you a call on a Wednesday afternoon, promising you the world. It's important to take those into consideration that is inevitable that that will happen. Don't let a recruiter or another company stroke your ego into thinking that you are, you know, an unbelievable real estate agent and your talents are well-deserved in other companies because you get these recruitment messages saying, oh, Brian, I took a look at your profile and I think you'd be an amazing fit at our company. It's like, what, what are you talking about? My LinkedIn, has got my face and, and my job title and like one picture about myself. It's like, how is that a good fit to your company? Like my only criteria of me being a good fit for your company is that I'm a real estate agent and I have a pulse. It's like, is that your barrier to entry? So don't let that, you know, inflate your ego and think that that opportunity is better because again, if the, the one factor that's gonna stay the same is you, and if you can't fix that and you're not performing in your company, why would that change in another one? So, whilst it is important, you know, if you're in a toxic environment to remove yourself, you know, if it's, if it's a reoccurring theme that you really do have to look internally at the one factor that's not changing. And thirdly, you know, stay in the one area, stay in your one role. When I st- say stay in one area, it's focus on one area. You know, you can't be a jack-of-all-trades. You can't be Mr. JVC specialist and Mr. Pam Jamera specialist. Those things don't equate. You know, you're going to split between two wildly different animals and trying to sell to two complete different clientele. So you're ultimately not going to be able to perform well on both you know, whilst it, it it is attractive if somebody tells you that they've got something for sale or rent in a different part of Dubai for you to snatch that opportunity, ultimately it won't it won't serve you because splitting yourself between two areas means that you can't focus on one, that you can't master one, you can't build your brand within that area because that's ultimately what it's about. It's about building the brand because you are selling you you are An entrepreneur essentially in my mind and you need to close the most amount of deals deal with the most amount of people in one area so that when you're walking through that area when you're walking through the building when you're sitting in reception that people will recognize you that you'll know security that you will cement yourself as a person in that area for a long period of time into the future because whilst you know, you could close one big deal in a different part of Dubai. You know, how is that going to serve your future? Whilst it's going to serve your present in terms of your bank balance? That's not going to build a brand of you. That's not going to build who you are and cement you into a position that in the future, if you do decide to stop doing real estate, that business will still be available to you because you're so knit, Tightly into the area that people just call to you as a person who is experienced in that area Because I always say that you know if I was hospitalized tomorrow morning, I wouldn't be able to make money if I was out of this country or Again laid up somewhere. I wouldn't be able to make money. I Wouldn't be able to sustain my business and that's not a business worth running so it's about putting the foundational steps in place, that if you do end up in a hospital, if you do need to take some time off for an emergency, you know, those, your brand will still be built up. You know, people would still be able to work through you because you have cemented yourself as somebody in that area, in that role, and you're not just somebody coming in for a quick buck. So it's about minimizing the amount of risk that you expose yourself to, Because being a real estate agent, you're exposing yourself to a serious amount of risk because the one factor that depends on you making money is you being able to do the job. And some things that would minimize that is focusing on that one area, focusing on that one role because, again, you'll cement yourself as a person in that area. You'll become the actual specialist that you would claim to be and you will become part of the community. You will be the local real estate agent. there's so many different real estate agents here there's you know close to nearly thirty five thousand apparently so it's about what sets you out from the rest what is your unique selling point and what do you bring to the table and that's my psychology behind the reason as to why I I'm just focusing on rentals for now you know it would be easy for me to move into sales it would be easy for me to you know look at the opportunities and think that this could be better. It could be easy for me to take up some of the offers that I've been made from other companies of a salary and a different commission split. That would be easy, but that would be taking me away from the hours that I have put in into my craft, into the company and into my role. It would sway me in a direction that I wouldn't know what the outcome would be. Starting up in a new company, starting from ground. One, not knowing anybody in the company and having to prove myself again. I just don't see how that's justifiable for an extra few thousand during per month because on the grand scheme of things, that's not what I'm focusing on. It's about building myself, my brand, my reputation in the area, in the company and with myself, because if I'm constantly moving companies, if I'm constantly thinking and choosing new opportunities, And who am I as a person? You know, I'm. I'm chipping away at myself one by one with every time that I choose a new opportunity. And you never know which of these new opportunities is ultimately going to be your downfall, because whilst you're busy looking at a new opportunity, you're not seeing the massive catastrophic failure that's coming your way you have your blinders on because you're focusing just on one thing are focusing on a new opportunity. You've got no idea what's about to come in and it could potentially ruin your career. So it's important to focus on one thing, stay in your lane, stay in your company and understand that, you know, you are the one factor that won't change. The only way to build on that is by building you, building within yourself building your brand and understanding what is your unique selling point because all those factors combine reduce your risk, re- reduce the likelihood that if you were taken out of Dubai or you were taken out of you know the game or you were the market did go down that you would be exposed to less risk because ultimately you have put in the reps you have put in the hours you have a deeper understanding of the industry you've stayed in it for a long time in one specific thing and then from there you know you will have cemented yourself in your position in your area in your job and in your mind so my big takeaways are you know stay in your lane Just master your craft, put in your hours, earn your stripes, because you do have to put in the hours. Nothing comes quickly, nothing comes easily. If it does, it's not going to serve you in the long term. It's only short term success. Think on the longer period of time. Think about how this will affect me in the future and how staying in this lane will affect me in the future. For me, the best way for me to frame this is not why I should stay in this company, but what will the negative impact be if I leave and me thinking not why I should stay in this role doing this one area, but what would be the negative things if I moved into a different role? What would be the negative outcomes if I moved into sales? what would be the negative outcomes if I switched areas? And then for me, pretty quickly, that frames me into the idea of the reason as to why I'm doing it and the reason as to why I'm sticking at it. Because for me personally, I find it hard sometimes to define what it is that I want. I find it really, really easy to define the things that I don't want and what I don't want for my future. And for me, that guides my decisions in the present. So that was a bit of a a quicker one a shorter one than usual back to the 22 minute mark but yeah i just want to say a massive thank you to anybody who's tuned in anybody who's listening this far i really do hope you're enjoying it and i'm excited for what's to come you know i'm really trying to put some thought into what is needed what's required and trying to think outside the box and understand you know what would serve people in dubai and abroad And what sort of insight is needed in the market. So if anybody has any suggestions, I would be more than happy to take some advice and feedback on board. And that has been episode 13. Lucky 13 of the Dubai Real Estate Playbook. And I'll see you in the next one.